0: Check, 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 check,
1: check. And that's our new intro for the show, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Chris didn't know that I was uh, recording, and we are re- we're already recording. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. All right. Welcome to the show. It's the Dregs. Episode nine, yeah? I think this is ten.
2: <laughs> this is actually for sure ten.
1: All right. I and think- after this, uh, Chris doesn't care anymore because he told Mary Rose he can only count to ten. So, uh,
2: Oh, that's true. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back to school. I'm gonna have to pull a Billy Billy Madison here and just go right back to kindergarten and
1: get that done. Well, guys, we got a lot to get through in this episode, so let's dive into it. This is a curveball to start off with. I figured we should start with this before we get too into the beer. So, some friends of a friend's recommended uh, this new Vancouver company called Sauce S A U S. Um, they are a vegan sauce company, and this is their special edition. A uh, collab they've done with Twin Sales Brewing, Dat Juice Espresso Maple Mustard sounds amazing. And we brought fries with us. We won't say where because it doesn't really fall into the vegan
2: category. But <laughs> yeah, these <laughs> fries kind of ruin it, don't they? <laughs> we <Well, I> mean... <laughs> <laughs> but... call them local. <laughs> yeah, I, they were purchased locally.
1: Yes. <laughs> so Chris, you you get in there, man. Get 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 in there. Yeah, my I'm cause... based... I, I believe it was first. last
2: last episode you uh, dubbed yourself the fry connoisseur. Ooh, I don't know. That's a it's a bit of a bold title to give myself. All right. So we are uh, we seem to be reviewing fries more than we are reviewing beer these days. Oh well, no, we got a lot of beer to review in this. I episode. guess we do, but we uh, this is our second uh, fry uh, reviewing venture. I think it was last episode we did the fries in US in New West, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna just say these fries are absolutely terrible compared to the fries. From New West. Okay. Yep. Hands down. Yep. Hands down. Yeah, the sauce is good. Those fries are horrific. <laughs> but I swear to God, they made a fresh basket for me. You it's didn't just, go to you didn't go to West Forth, did you? I told you not to go there. No, no, no. Uh, on Maine, Maine. But these are I, they've just been sitting now for a while.
1: Yeah, where we're taping today, um, there's not actually much in the way of fry
2: options in this area, this part of town. So. Where are we taping today? At an undisclosed
1: location. Dare disclose? No, because we are drinking in the park and Vancouver's not cool enough
2: to let us drink in the park, so. Vancouver, get it together. Yep. New West has got that dialed in. North Van's got that dialed in. Didn't uh, last year Penticton also license some um, beaches for a period of time? Yeah, so North Van and Penticton were the first ones. I think they were within a day or two of each Mm -hmm. other. Yeah, what's taking so long? like it's what people want. Yeah. Do they think we're not drinking enough? I know. Because right? yeah. <laughs> we'll drink more. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's our equivalent of signing a petition. We just <laughs> yeah. all invade the parks and start crushing beers. We don't want to be here drinking. We just this is
1: a yeah. uh, protest. Yeah. It really is protesting. Um so guys, what do we, what do we think of the sauce?
2: So. It's it's really good. It's almost uh, paired with these very soggy subpar fries. It almost yeah. gives me a like pretzel like a salted soft pretzel flavor yeah of course nice all right thank you i like that's the camera a, that's a beautiful camera is Le- it Le- the leica is it leica? the monochrome no well nonetheless great yeah. camera have a nice night have a nice yeah night. thanks yeah. Nice
1: to meet you so uh we are what are we we're like 4 minutes into this thing already and there's already been so many things happening in this episode like we thought we picked a very quiet spot in this place and uh, there's some crows dive bombing what looks like a quail. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we got uh, to we got to keep the listeners updated on that. Yeah, uh,
1: we just had a a lovely woman walk by with her dog, and she just took a photo of us. And, uh,
2: and 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 now we've had disappointing fries too. I don't think we can skip over the fact that Chris put his blanket down on a desiccated rat carcass as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That is something to not be ignored. Yeah, I was hoping you wouldn't bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> I am probably going to throw this beach towel in the incinerator when I get home.
1: It's nothing a little washing machine can't get out.
2: I don't know if I can come back from that. All right, well. Oh, when I threw the towel down and and on top of the carcass, I should have said, rats. All oh, right. No.
1: No, 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 no. Let's 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 open this beer, man. Because let's um, get to it. We are we're showcasing the island today. I just got back from the island. What uh, are you doing over there, Aaron? Uh, lots of things. Drinking
2: a lot of beer, as one does on the island.
1: Yeah, and sweating because it was very hot over the weekend. But uh, yeah, no, it was it was a good time. Went to uh, Port Alberni, recorded a couple episodes for the podcast, and uh, judged a homebrew competition. And then ended the weekend in Courtney Comox. So.
2: Tell us a little more about the old uh, homebrew competition. What was the the sitch there? Oh well, uh, let's
1: get into this beer first, because okay. since we just cracked it, so this was at the end of the weekend. This is Ace Brewing uh, out of I believe it's Comox. I always forget which side of the
0: <laughs> which side
1: of the place I'm on. Courtney. Courtney. See? Starts guy, with a C. I know. I had a 50-50 chance, and I screwed it up there. Second um, letter O. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: All right. So, so we're trying, what are we trying? We're trying the Ace Brewing Company, Spitfire Lager, coming mm-hmm. in at a clean 5%. Yep. Back to the loggers, are we? Yeah. Well, I mean, like,
1: I, I figured it'd be nice to pair and cut cut the mustard here. Um, but Dan says, the, the the brewer, Dan, I did an episode with him. Uh, that'll be coming out on my podcast, Cascadian Beer Podcast, soon.
2: And he, uh, says that this is his pride and joy, this lager. I took one sip of it. It's a winner. Yep. That is a clean, very flavorful lager.
1: Yep. Um, I'd almost
2: say stupidly clean. hmm Yeah. That's like water refreshing. Not that it tastes like water. No. It tastes like a beautiful lager, no, it, but like... It's got that bready, crisp bark. It's got yeah. like a super thirst quenching quality to it. That's a nice lager. That's unreal. And it, it finishes kind of dry, too. Yeah. Which I actually, when I, when I wasn't as knowledgeable about beer or just alcohol in general, I always thought that describing a taste or a finish as dry was like a bad thing. Mm. Like when people would like sip a wine and be like, oh, it's like nice and dry. I was like, that doesn't sound appealing.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: like I don't, wanna, I don't want it to be dry. <laughs> I want it to be refreshing. But the thing is, when you have a dry finish, it keeps you coming back for more. Mm-hmm. Right, you were just equating it to dry grad, <laughs> dry grad. Right, where <laughs> that's not a quality in an alcoholic drink that you want is for it to be. Like you don't want dry it to be like dry grad. grad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Did you, was your grad actually a dry grad? I mean, I think so. Like we, there was a he like a school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that> was, yeah. <laughs> Parts of it, it all. were very, <laughs> undry, but. Yeah, I mean, there was obviously like the unsanctioned grad party that I think we all went up to Whistler for. And those are always the best. Yeah, that was not dry. And that was the infamous time when you met my wife. Met your wife. Yeah, yeah, that is so. Romance uh, is in the air at not dry grad. <laughs> 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 there, was no, there was no future wives at dry grad. At dry grad, <laughs> no. Yeah. no, no. Definitely not. It was raffle tables and uh, beer goggles. Yep. And parent chaperones. We actually were dry at our dry grad. I remember it's because all of our parents were volunteering. And like some people did have drinks and come to dry grad. But we were like, all of our parents are there. Like it's going to be pretty obvious if we walk in a little tipsy. So we just went with it. And like it was like. A grown-up pizza party, yeah, essentially guaranteed. The parents were not dry. <laughs> <laughs> right now that you now that you say that, yeah, that would have been really boring. If uh, I think if, if I'm going to be going to a dry grad as a chaplain, yeah. I'll probably have a, a couple beers before. <laughs> 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 Is that weird? It makes sense. No, S- spike the punch for no. yourself. Yeah, no. <laughs> my high school grad, uh,
1: yeah, my friend hired me as her DJ and uh i brought in a 50,000 watt sound system into her parents uh mechanic's shop uh, which was in an industrial part of town so we weren't going to piss anybody off but a lot of booze to be had at that one yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but her parents were there chaperoning
1: they are all cool with it
2: so that's cool if you got cool parents that are down you know, yep. to to keep an eye out and make sure things don't get out of hand i think yeah. you can do a decent job it was of not it was an awesome party easy
1: dry one but I was rocking that thing with four twenty-three inch subs. It was great. So nice. Yeah. Back to this logger. Um. Yeah. Ace Brewing. Lovely setup. can confirm. Awesome air conditioning too in their place.
2: That's a must.
1: Yeah. But uh, it used to be. I don't want to. I don't want to give too much away. But I will tell you, uh, it's a really cool rotunda that the brewery's in uh, because it used to be an eighties automotive sales lot. So they did oh, the old cool. 80s thing where they fanned the cars out in the showroom in the circle.
2: Nice. Yeah. I That's wish awesome. I knew what a rotunda was. <laughs> and I <could> picture it. <laughs> but uh, it's already looking good in my head. Yeah, yeah. I can only imagine what it would look like if uh, I knew the definition ba- almost, of that word.
1: Almost 365 degrees windows around the building, too. Oh, so nice, nice. lots of sunlight. It's really nice in there. So Ace Brewing in Courtney. Go check them out.
2: There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Second time's a charm. Yep what's next on the list here Yeah, let's move on
1: oh man well and then uh going back to these disappointing fries i mean does the 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 mustard go with the lager here
2: it does i would say it's a solid pairing i would say that we have to try this pairing again though going back to new s concession stand because i feel like we need like a crisp crisp a crispy fry to -hmm. go with the crisp lager you know yeah you dig i dig another stop
1: i didn't i mean these are friends of the podcast uh, that we're going to open here um but i just yeah stopped in for some uh Quick uh, beverages and such, and uh, had their awesome IPA cheesy breadsticks.
2: Ooh, that sounds good.
1: Yeah, so this is Mount Aerosmith, uh, just in Parksville there.
2: And Mount Aerosmith also was—correct me if I'm wrong—brewery of the year mm-hmm, a couple mm-hmm. years ago at yep. the BC BAs. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Yep, I remember being at that one. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> <laughs> unlike 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 I'm, I'm unlike <laughs> the drag <laughs> Are or like uh, Mount Aerosmith's can designs.
1: Yeah, tell you what, the tasting room is really nice. They They've done an awesome job with their COVID patio, too. It was like full-on fake grass that overtook the entire parking lot out the front Nice with tents and misters. Great pizza, too. Like, great pizza setup they got there. Uh, yeah, and the staff were awesome.
2: So what are we drinking? This is the Aerosmith Blonde Ale. Uh, 4.8% alcohol.
0: 473
2: mils. Get them where you get your Blonde Ales. Actually, I don't know where they sell them, but... <laughs> most sorry how many milliliters probably (laughs) 473 the standard Uh, standard standard tall boy standard tall boy but yeah really cool can design they got this like um almost like a woodcut print of uh looks like a river and some some trees and some mountains and the awesome thing that they just did you know those uh
1: kind of glasses that are shaped like cans you know the really clean ones Yeah, they just did a whole series of that with those log wood looking prints and I bought that tree pattern one. So nice. I brought that home. I,
2: so. I really like those glasses. So yeah. do I. I think Granville Island had them yep. or still do for a while, yep. um, but they're really nice to drink out of. Yep. Yep. I got a few of those. There's as well. some
1: that are just a feel a little too fragile though. Yeah. The the big thick pint glasses I like, the old school thick ones, but yeah.
2: Well, this is interesting. That's nice.
1: Very much more floral than uh, yeah. regular blonde ale. Yeah. Which totally. I think, I yeah. think this one won a medal a few years ago too. But
2: yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of other blonde ales, blonde ales I've had. And the only one I can really think of is the Dagrad blonde, which mm-hmm. is very and different. That one's very, well, you know, like Belgian blonde. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, this is more of an English forward blonde. And a little yeah. heavier. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is a lot more like a, a lot lighter
1: and more floral, like you said there, Aaron. Um, but yeah, it was a, uh, yeah, great time on the island. Um, I don't know about you guys. I mean, you kind of kind of went out and about this past weekend too, but holy shit, does it feel nice to like just go somewhere and see people again?
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's starting to feel semi-normal <laughs> yeah. again. Yeah, for sure. We had a, I mean, this previous weekend at the time of recording was the. That was my first time saying that. I feel like such a podcaster. <laughs> at I've only the time heard time <laughs> of taping. At the time of taping. Anyway, Aaron, you last gotta insert weekend, a little like applause thing for Yeah, Luke. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Ding. this gold star for Luke. All right. <laughs> yeah. This last weekend was like forty degrees, that big heat wave that we had here, and we spent most of the weekend out of our condo and at some sort of bodies of water and yeah, we had people around some, some friends and some family that we were finally kind of allowed to see. And it was super nice to kind of cool off, but also yep. socialize
1: and be real humans again. My visit to the Island coincidentally, uh, cause dog mountain invited me out to judge the homebrew comp. Um, they were the last brewery I visited before the COVID hit. So I kind of just worked out that they, uh, they, uh, they were the first and yeah, just walking up to the brewery and, you know seeing their faces I'm like hey good to see you again they're like holy crap good to see you again so
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah no it was it uh, was it was definitely a great feeling to i mean even just getting on the damn ferry was like an adventure yeah. in itself so yeah. yeah how was the ferry experience ferry experience was great um everybody was very respectful um but full boat here's a pro tip everybody definitely do the reservations yep. yeah holy moly yeah and there was some drama before we got on the boat too like they were just unloading uh our boat in uh horseshoe bay and uh all of a sudden we hear all these walkie-talkies starting to squawk and uh look and there's just this woman in absolute you know just distress just crying And uh, we hear the guy on the walkie talkie say, yeah, her dog ran away. We got to find her, blah, blah, blah. And the dog just like leaped out of the RV and just took off and was running up and down the line and like under cars and everything. And a bunch of people getting out of their cars and like trying to catch this dog. And
2: that'd be so chaotic in the parking (laughs) on a ferry. Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: Like five minutes before we're meant to start loading the boat. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. But caught the dog, dog safe. Oh, there you go. The dog was probably terrified everybody was donning their penis ear masks. Yeah. yeah, Don't <laughs> yeah. they, they, freak anyone out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> But
1: uh, the other great thing, too, was um, because they're still trying to keep the numbers down on the decks, right? Because um, we're still in COVID times. Uh, if you're on the top deck on, uh, what is that, uh, level four or whatever it is with the open, open top, mm-hmm. uh, they want you to stay in your car. But that's just great. So we roll down the windows. Nice sea breeze coming through the top It was really nice. So
2: I remember being on the nice. ferry last summer, also during COVID, and they were allowing you to stay in the car even in the bottom decks that were mm-hmm. yeah. that were all so closed we up. Too. And that's just not fun. When it was no sea breeze. No. Where it's no. just exhaust breeze. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We took a break to go I don't know about you, but we went up just to like go up to, to White Spot as you do as when you're you on do. the ferry. Get your pirate pack. Exactly. Well, I didn't get a pirate pack. Wow. Dude, that was, why, uh, why aren't you I getting a pirate pack? I should have done that for the ice cream and the, 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 the chocolate loony. Yeah, the chocolate loony, every time. But yeah, it was it was like basically just to like get out of the car and stretch the legs because yeah, sitting in your car like on the bottom decks is pretty depressing for like. <laughs> Especially since there's yeah. no windows down there. <laughs> yeah. So you have no idea <laughs> yeah. where you are. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. In, in the kind proceedings. Of disorienting. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. What's the uh, verdict here on the blonde? It's great. I like the. I'm a fan of like kind of floral notes in beers. I find it quite refreshing. So yep. this, is, this is quite nice. I'm enjoying it. I concur. All right. I think we're going to have to step her up a notch here. All right. Next up on the old docket, we've got Love Shack Libations dave paul ale mm-hmm. coming in at 6.2 yep. percent. luke um you may w- be interested to find that this is 500 milliliters versus 473 i know you like uh <laughs> the specifics <laughs> so aaron um you know the love shack crew well it's, da- dave it, is, it is just, one guy right? it's just it's, dave it's yeah. just dave yeah so he can name a beer after himself if if he wants. Yeah. So how about we pour this beer and I'll tell you the uh, interesting story. Let's do it. Um, I brought a bottle. Oh, oh! look at you. Look at you. Sorry, I was taking a picture. What are we drinking here? This, this is the Dave Paul Ale from Love
1: Shack Libations. All right. So Love Shack Libations, located in Qualicum Beach. It is one guy, Dave Paul. He's in his fourth year. And uh, when uh was visiting on Saturday, he said he's now hit at least... Uh, he's hand bottled, like single hand bottled, 190,000 bottles.
2: That is impressive. <laughs> <laughs> that is <a> lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And he is, um, he's just a one barrel system, but you know, he's got a couple fermenters and stuff. Um, basically it's just advanced home brew and he's just literally in a garage. He's only open eight hours a week. <laughs> he's open on Wednesdays and Saturdays and that's it. He's working on Island time. Well, but he's brewing in between, right? But like yeah, he's, he's just actually open for sales. Yeah. yeah days, just right? just open yeah. for sales. Yeah. Um, but he does have a tasting room, 25 seats. And uh, exciting news since the uh, reopen measures have been announced, uh, which happened at the time of taping, midnight tonight, he is going to open the tasting room this weekend. So uh, it's going to be the first time in over a year the tasting room's been open. So that's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Kind of wish I was there this weekend for that. Um, so the Dave Paul Ale, he, like, he's like, it's part of his core. And he's like, well, everybody said I needed an IPA, but. He wanted to do something a little bit more personal than just a mm-hmm. West Coast IPA. So he beefed it up a little bit, changed the malt build a bit, and uh, he's like, yeah, I'm going to call it after myself, the Dave Paulio. Nice. There you go. Might as well.
2: And I like how you said, so th- it's just him. It's just him. Just him brewing, running yep. the whole thing. Yep. I think we touched on this with Casey uh, a while back, episode two or three or whatever, but how like, um, home brew can actually be like super good, and you just have these— I think growing up, I don't want to go through the whole spiel again, but like <laughs> I had this connotation that I, or this idea that homebrew is just crap, mm-hmm. but this is it's like a perfect example of just like somebody taking it and doing homebrew and essentially making it into like a really cool, small operation that pumps out some really good product. And the
1: thing is, he says he's paying the bills. He's happy. I mean, it's this creative outlet and absolutely loves it. So like. It's just a no stress situation, and he goes. I screw up a batch and I need to dump it, it's only a barrel of beer.
2: Yeah. Another one, pretty low risk, right? Yeah, yeah. And his big thing—he makes a lot of like really, I feel like, unique beers, right? Like, oh he's, yeah. he's really experimental. I feel like, oh, and yeah. and and he and he, and he and he can do that because he's so small, mm-hmm. right? And you were mentioning um, it was either a, a, last year, or the year before, he did uh, a beer collaboration, the ancient beer series,
1: yeah, with this uh, ancient food university professor on the island. That is and, so cool. And they recreated it. I still have those bottles in my fridge because I'm saving those for bottle share nights. So I should hopefully be here soon since we can mingle indoors again. So,
2: yeah. You're just going to sell her those till they're literally ancient.
0: Well, it kind of feels <laughs> yeah. that way now. <laughs> Dave was actually Double surprised
2: by And then somebody will study those and, yeah. <laughs> and make another Dave. beer based on those.
1: You know, Dave was actually surprised that uh, I still had them. And he's like, ooh, good thing he kept those in the fridge. So, yeah, but... um I brought back a uh, lemon lavender lager that he's made, which oh, is nice. fantastic. Um, got there early enough, uh, and he hadn't opened yet. Got to sit down and uh, have a few beers with him before he uh, opened for the day. So uh, it was nice. nice to catch up with him and try some stuff. So, yeah.
2: is he uh, now his Instagram page? If if, listen, if the listener, if our listeners haven't checked it out, it's very entertaining. It's essentially him doing a lot of skits, yeah, slash improv yeah. kind of about his new releases yeah and and he said he started that because that was his creative outlet as where before
1: his creativity was serving people and mm-hmm. starting up conversations in the tasting room so since he didn't have that he thought he'd be a little creative and promoting the off sales on the instagram and that's what he did so
2: it's so cool because it is so i feel like anti what instagram is now yep. where everything is is very you know polished yep and very like artistic and lighting and design is all very it's very much just him and his iphone and one take it's so cool it's just so authentic (laughs) right like yeah yeah. you just get a a total sense of like his personality and it's it's pretty cool um speaking of love shack um this is a pretty cool spot we're at because at the time of taping there we are sitting in between two different couples that are just they're going absolutely love shacking yeah (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I didn't even see that. They are, like, hardcore <laughs> making out. But very appropriate for us to be opening this beer at this time. Oh, my God. They're actually, dude, they're actually really going at it. Like 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 this one over <laughs> here, man. But. Like they're laying on top of each other. Yeah. If we get our microphones close enough, we might get some r- serious ASMR.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think people came here for that. No. <laughs>
2: this episode is definitely going to be rated R. And for anybody that just got pregnant by listening to this episode, we <laughs> apologize. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually uh, quite shocking when I just like turned my head one eighty degrees. Well, yeah, because Chris is sitting with his back to the action here, and Luca are just it. kind of looking at each other like, <laughs> yeah. "You seeing this? You see?" Yeah. <laughs> oh man! And now he's t- just tussling her hair. What we actually should do, because we don't want to ruin the date, is we go over there with some cold fries. Well, we got two boxes (laughs) and some sauce. There's two boxes in here in this
0: bag.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I guess.
2: Yeah, we got to eat up. You mentioned the so he tweaked the malt bill from what he would call like his like more of a standard IPA malt bill. Yeah, yeah. To me, it is like a it's definitely like a heavy a heavier malt flavor not as bitter it's not a as hot like bomb a, yeah it's, it's more of an english idea. Yeah. You right yeah. and i mean you can see it by the color too right it's a lot darker i mean Ooh, it really shit. puts that oh, what am i missing wow <laughs> oh, okay okay. <laughs> okay like we were kind of joking before but now there is full, a full mount I, it was a full moon tonight it is a full <laughs> mount at the time of taping there is one on top of another you know what actually we we shouldn't judge them because he might be a registered r m t
0: yeah and you know what people have been CPR. inside you
2: have we have no idea what her home workstation is like she she may not have a standing desk guys and that is a serious problem okay he is just adjusting it actually kind of looks like he is just <laughs> giving her like a massage <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> where, where are we? <laughs> I mean, where, where? here I thought it was and just we be- And as you say that, I peer my head over and this dog's just taking a deuce. Like Here I thought we were just going to be <laughs> yeah. in a quiet park. Oh, man. We're coming back here for every yeah. podcast episode. I know, man.
1: All right. Where were we? I don't know. Let's open another beer.
2: <laughs> um... If, I've if got you, my I've got my adjuster coming by in just a few minutes here. So sorry right. if it's, <laughs> we well, might have to cut the pod for a few minutes. So
1: speaking of what's going on in the park, I think it might be appropriate for some little, tickety,
0: tickety-boo. <laughs> oh, no. some little tickety-boo. I knew exactly <laughs> where you were going with that.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so tickety-boo from uh, the 2017 BC Beer Award second place winner. Oh, sorry, what beard? brewery is this? This is from Twin Cities Brewing
2: ah. in Port Alberni. Port Alberni. And um, fun fact, our good pal, Mr. Curry Bradder, a.k.a. Beertiful BC on Instagram, very talented beer photographer and just photographer in general. He recently moved with his family over to Port Alberni to work for Twin City Brewing. So he now um, is, uh, I believe he's running the sales team um, over there um, and taking a lot of excellent photos of, Twin City beers and a lot of really cool behind the scenes photos and stuff of uh, the brewing operations, and some behind the scenes stuff of uh, kind of their their kitchen situation over there. They had a really cool like uh, they were taking some photos of like a deconstructed version of their uh, one of their new burgers, and mm-hmm. it, they had like the whole. Like, all the items were, like, suspended in air with string and stuff. I was, like, seeing those cool, like, behind the scenes, like, how they made that photo. Corey does pretty, like, elaborate setups. Yeah, shout out to Corey for his uh, photography work. It's some of the best beer photos I've seen. So good. Honestly, so like, good, check out his Instagram, Beautiful BC. Like, just everything is so spot on, and you just got to see it yourself. Yeah, fun fact, I worked with Corey. Uh, I actually met him not through craft beer, we both worked at the Best uh, the Best Buy office on Burnaby, right. and he was uh, working on the merchandising team there for uh, appliances, and I would work with their team for different marketing-related initiatives uh, related to appliances, and we just so happened to be chatting one day, and he mentioned that he's into craft beer, and I was like, you don't say. <laughs> I,
0: don't <hear laughs> I am
2: as well, and um, we kind of just struck up a friendship from there. You know, he, he, I found out that he... Is a very talented photographer and then we started getting together for for some beers and yeah that's kind of how uh, I got to know Corey but very cool that he moved back to his hometown the owner and brewer of Twin City is one of his really good uh, childhood friends so it's kind of just like a natural fit like yeah. perfect perfect chemistry to move back and and work with um, your good pal to run the local brewery, so yeah. very cool so yeah no Twin City uh, awesome spot and pizzas are fantastic there whoa. Every so time they good. post one of those, I'm like just drooling on my phone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: like they're they're pretty bonkers. So what pizza did you have? Oh, what did I get? I got the um,
1: it was uh, goat cheese with a bunch of seasonal vegetables and some balsamic on there. Yeah, mm, it nice. was it was it was pretty good.
2: It's it's a shame that like pizza is not you know. Like, if you eat it every day, it's not that great. Like, imagine how amazing the world would be if you go to the doctor and he says, well, Aaron, you're really going to have to start eating more pizza.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, like, I looked up to the Ninja Turtles as a kid, man, and I just wanted to eat pizza every day like those guys.
2: Misleading role models, right?
1: Damn you, Michelangelo.
2: Donatello! (laughs) Sorry, what is this beer? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh God! So, Tickety we're only oh, okay. how many beers in? Three yeah, yeah. beers in.
2: Well, I just heard "Tickety Boo," but it's a British Pale Ale, five point mm-hmm. five. We're sticking on the like, Pale seven, Ale trend right now. Four hundred and seventy-three mils, again. Mm-hmm. That was two the, That was what I was wondering. All right, but I, I think
1: I think this is a nice beer to follow the DPA. Mm-hmm. So.
2: So, um, Aaron, you were mentioning um, before we started recording. This is part of their core lineup. Uh, yeah, that's
1: part of the core lineup, and I got that in the variety pack. Which shout out to all the breweries doing variety packs this year. And I have to There's say, lot, finally, yeah. because I've been screaming for variety packs for the last few years, and uh, it's awesome. Like uh, the big, the big winner for me would be the Bad Tattoo variety pack. I've picked that one up at local stores a few times. There's three cores in there, and then. A brewer's choice and it's the rotator on the side and the nice. the box actually has the cutout on the end so you can see what the rotator is. So they have the three oh, ones nice print. Played. Yeah. So they have the three
2: ones printed out on the box of the regulars and then the brewer's rotator on the end there. So yeah. As always, we've we've done our serious research here. AKA looked at the side of the can. So Tickety Boo. Um, this beer is all about the toffee and caramel flavors. Tell emphasized me about by imported British Maris Otter Pale Malt. Malt forward but dry with balanced earthy and floral, Luke, you like your florals, flavors from East Kent Goldings and Fuggles.
1: Just to warn you, Luke, before you, these, these fries have gone even worse now, so.
2: These fries are horrific. <laughs> <laughs> the sauce, though. The mustard makes up for it, <laughs> Oh, God. This is like a solid, like, just, like, easy drinking. I mean, it doesn't taste like a five. Pale. This tastes
1: yeah. like those standard three or English beers you get, yeah. right? Like, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. This beer, I feel like now they may already be doing this, but I feel like this beer on nitro would be like super good. Yeah, would be. And that would probably make it taste even more like a really light English. Yeah. English ale. Yeah.
1: Loving this. I mean, and this is one of those few dark beers that I'm comfortable having year round.
2: Mm -hmm. Right. Like it's not too heavy. Yep. Shout out Twin City. Mm hmm. Really want to go over there and check them out. Yeah. Yeah. Although, uh, yeah, well, maybe maybe we'll do a Drake's
1: Weekend here once, because uh, I'm sure uh, Luke will get a daddy weekend off at some point here. <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, when my unborn daughter turns 21.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, no, I would be like super stoked for, and I know Chris and I have been talking about for the last... I think for Van Poors, which has been going on for I think it's coming up to eighteen years now.
0: Um, <laughs> no, we've been yeah. talking about
2: doing a weekend away somewhere, specifically like either Bellingham or Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so if we can do like th- a Dregs weekend, or like fuck it, I'll just go away for the weekend and myself. At this point, just I gotta get <laughs> out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, uh, that would be a super fun trip. I think no matter what direction we go, we could uh, we could hit up some good spots. But yeah, Twin City. Definitely well, be I mean, Aaron, I, I can we can just out. invite ourselves to your parents' house, can we not? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, and that can happen anytime. <laughs> that can happen anytime.
1: There's the whole guest suite upstairs. We could with do its own. a
2: whole year's worth of podcasts in one weekend and then just relax. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it would be a slog for our intern for the weekend, but then he'd have, or he or she would have the rest of the year off. No. Yeah. We actually might have to bump their salary up a little bit because. Over time. <laughs> Are we getting them. Th- if we go to Bellingham, are we paying them double time? I feel like. I think so, so and we'd have to pay in you. No, well. no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no. oh no. No, no,
1: no. We're just recruiting an intern in the states. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. It's it's on, it's on it's on a limited contract basis is what we're, you know.
2: And it's an unpaid internship and then if they can get the visa to work in Canada, yeah, without our assistance. Yeah. Then we'll give them a salary. <laughs> so it's kind of like a bit of a trial by fire, can you make it up north? Yeah. 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 If so, you're going to be making some good coin. But uh, we, yeah, we should definitely get a, a a dregs weekend away in in the books. Yeah. I really want to go back to um, Aslan Brewing. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the Barrel House now. Ooh. Ooh, the yeah. The Aslan
1: Barrel House is a great spot.
2: Is that, and th- is that right in Bellingham as well? Yeah, that's like next door to the original Aslan. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dang. So when I was doing some research for, our, going on a bit of a tangent, but d- doing some research for an article I was writing on just a little... Bellingham beer trip where I went to Aslan and Wander Brewing, I was looking at Aslan's website and I noticed that they have like a botanist like on mm-hmm. their, their staff. And I thought that was so cool that you literally, you have, and I think they had a few different titles, but one of them was literally selecting and taking care of all the plants in the brewery. And if you've been to Aslan Brewing, they have a really cool vibe, lots of great art And awesome array of plants. So I thought that was that was pretty unique for a brewery. Um, What 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 do we have next here?
1: Well, you know, since uh, these couples are you know getting the night started, they'll be leaving the tsunami tsunami hazard zone here (laughs) on the park. (laughs) I did not hire these actors to come join us in the park. This is just how it's worked,
2: everybody. I don't know if that was as smooth of a transition as you thought it was going (laughs) to be. I'm still (laughs) confused. Leaving the tsunami zone.
0: (laughs) That sounded better in my head.
2: I wanted that to work for you so bad. I did Mm. too. (laughs) Hey, look at this. We got a 4.7 ALK, also 473 mils. Oh, Dog Mountain Brewing leaving tsunami hazard zone. Now, is this a metaphor in itself? Because if you're thinking about alcohol percentage, an IPA could be maybe like the tsunami of beers, or or a double IPA. But well, they have entering and leaving,
1: and that's because they're up
2: the hill at, uh, at the tsunami zone line there in Port Alberni. So, got it. I was just thinking, because this is a lighter beer, you know, you're leaving the tsunami zone. Entering is the bigger one. Nice. That makes sense. This is a um, pretty interesting, pretty interesting can artwork. Eh? I quite like it. hmm So Dog Mountain Brewing, Aaron, you've been there, you mentioned earlier a couple of yeah. times. Yep, yep. They're known for, they've got quite the patio setup.
1: Yeah, uh, in my opinion, uh, the best patio setup in BC for a brewery. You heard it here. Uh, I think it's 120 seats up on the roof there. And you got a beautiful view of the uh, Port Alberni Inlet there, and mountains and stuff. And sat up there in the heat, which was not comfortable. So they <laughs> shut it for the rest of the weekend. But it was,
2: but it leaving was the, <laughs> leaving
1: the leaving the heat stroke
2: zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was, that's what was going on over the weekend. That'll be their next beer.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, Robin and Andy, absolutely lovely couple uh, that run the place, and uh, have an awesome kitchen staff too. Dude, those nachos were insane. Had them both nights. Um, Pulled pork nachos, just, ooh, ooh.
2: And those will have you leaving the hangry zone. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Thanks, Dad. (laughs) I'll stop. I'll I'll eventually stop. 120-seat patio, that that is actually kind of hard to comprehend. Like, the only thing I can kind of picture would be similar in Vancouver would be... Tap and barrel? Yes. Yep. Tap and barrel uh down at Cole Harbor has a huge patio and during COVID yeah. they kind of took over like around the Olympic cauldron. Well they, no, they, they they've they've had that the whole time. Oh and they still have it. Yeah, I
1: went there yeah. with, with drinks with somebody and um and I laughed because they had a sign uh out the front that said sorry, we're at limited capacity, two hundred and thirty two seats. Oh shucks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no. And I'm like, limited <laughs>
1: But no, yeah, love the tap and barrel crew that and uh, the Olympic Village one as well. They have a, they have the patio on the ground and then the patio up above, right? Right. So, but you know, they're not a brewery. They're uh, they're a lovely restaurant, uh, friends of the podcast. Uh, but but uh, they
2: have a brewery. But they have a brewery called Brew Hall. So and <laughs> that brings us to something that we wanted to talk about in this podcast, which is what did you witness at Brew Hall that. I, I mean, I was just kind of baffled when you messaged me and said, hey, want to come to Brew Hall? I unfortunately couldn't make it because I was tied up. But then you kind of gave, gave us the play-by-play on on what was unfolding so in there's been the several weird epicenter things. of romance.
1: And I don't know why the crazy stories keep happening there. And shout out to the Brew Hall and and Barrel staff. Um, all of them are excellent and really knowledgeable behind the bar, too. Like, whenever I go there and just ask questions about beers and stuff. And But anyway, so... There was the brew hall night when we opened up indoor dining again, and everybody just went crazy. Because <laughs> uh, it was like a hot day, too, yeah. right? Friday night, I turn up there, sit at the bar by myself, and uh, there's just this party like, just like there's several parties going off at all the other tables with your six friends. And all of a sudden, I hear this, oh behind me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How do you react hey, to that? Wait, can you okay. Do that again. <laughs>
1: perfect. And uh turned around to find a guy proposing to somebody. Uh-huh. But it looked like they had just met. Uh cuz like love. the 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 look of panic on the other people's faces at the table. <laughs> but he had a ring and I think she said yes cuz they were hugging and kissing afterwards. Um, but then, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was a Friday night at brew hall, but that led me to a new idea. And guys, I think we need to pitch this to Netflix right now. This is a great series. Great series. Uh, love at first brew. I like it. All right. Okay. It's like the, you know, it's a, it's a dating show, but, but, uh, you, uh, we, the judges pair people based upon their beer styles, favorite beer styles. Yeah.
2: So this first episode, if we, if we got them back on the. To recreate the evening would be love at first neon lights pale ale, or Hall Pass, <laughs> or, or Hall Pass, <laughs> yeah. Hall Pass yeah. IPA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think those we could bring back the folks from from Brew Hall from the Brew Hall experiences as um, like success stories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. To give yeah. the new contestants confidence and trust <laughs> yes. in our very limited ability to <laughs> pair them.
1: I mean, there's so many damn dating shows out there now, but uh, why hasn't anybody done Love at First Brew? Yeah.
2: And why hasn't anybody trusted us to be the hosts of that? And for dating advice. Yeah. 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 I mean, look at this. We're like sitting out in a in a public space. Um, let's just say we're in New West for the sake of it being legal to drink. There are couples flocking <laughs> To Towards our location, <laughs> seeking our assistance <laughs> <laughs> to, um, you know, express their love and affection to each other. Um... <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I mean, if we can pair cold, stale fries with delicious hot sauce, then I think we can pale, uh, pair. Pair. <laughs> I think we can pair someone with a cold dead broken heart with someone with a really spicy personality yeah a cold dead broken heart (laughs) i was trying to compare a human to those i mean i'm just gonna say it fries that we had (laughs) and that's the best i could come up with so i think
1: you accidentally came up with a divorce show as well to follow love at first (laughs) proof. Called Beyond the Pale. <laughs>
0: Beyond the Pale. Beyond the Pale. Beyond the Pale. My Not, heart
2: is ailing. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> ails in comparison. Oh, man. We should just workshop uh, episode titles. There's no, there's no bad ideas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there they were a couple horrible ones. Anyway, so back to this beer. I mean, I feel, I
1: feel like we've rambled up <laughs> no, here. Oh,
2: God. Where did we go? This is the tsunami zone?
1: Yep. So this is the uh, Dog Mountain Leaving. Tsunami hazard zone. Although we've been in the hazard zone. I mean, I think that's why everything started going off the rails. So, Which, why don't we have an off the rail? I mean, that would have been amazing for me to pull that off, pull that out of the bag right now.
2: That would have been, actually. Yeah. If we just plan a beer lineup for like a sequence of like, it's it's kind of amazing like um, consequential fun. transitions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> What's that uh, amazing game where you have to fill in like, you have to... Mad Libs. Mad Libs. Yeah. Beer Libs. That should be one of our podcasts. Okay. Beer Libs.
1: Give your submissions now.
2: Uh, I still haven't received a single email to my Dregs email. Thunderdog?
1: <laughs> yeah. Man,
2: Thunderdog at the beer. I mean, send Luke some love, man. Ideas for the next episode. Maybe dating, people are uh, accidentally emailing Thunderpod instead of Thunderdog. Easy mistake.
1: Yeah. Luke will take your... Uh, dating profile resumes and, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in anticipation for the pilot here of Love at First Brew.
2: <laughs> Submit your matchmaking applications to Thunder Talk. Will Chris
1: die from the plague with the dead brat? Will Luke finally figure out what beer we're drinking next? And what the hell is Aaron
0: doing? Tune in next time for the exciting conclusion of episode 10 of The Drags.